0: Sometimes when you're overwhelmed, to discover your greatness is really about the fear of actually pushing through the past experiences of those triggers. And that's essential to, I say, to walk into that divine assignment that you have, to cultivate the life that you so desire to have.
1: Welcome to the Thrive Her podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sanders. I'm a fitness and wellness pro. Mom, stepmom, second wife, and master certified life coach. I'm here to help you manage your mind so you can uncover the most potent version of yourself and create a thriving life you love. Welcome back to the podcast. Amy Sanders here, your host. And today we are talking about how to reclaim your voice and turn your words into power. And I have a lovely guest speaker with me today. Her name is Cheryl Clark and she is so polished. (laughs) She does a lot of things. She's a psychotherapist, an unstuck coach, which we will talk about. And she's also the founder of Speak Your Power Now program. And that encompasses life seminars, webinars, coaching and teaching and courses and all of the things. She's highly educated. She's currently working on her doctoral degree in organizational studies And really, I mean, I can keep going on and on about everything that you're doing, but I think we're going to talk about it a lot here on the podcast. So do you want to just give us an overview of your story and how you fell into this line of work?
0: Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So yeah, I am Cheryl Clark. Um, I'm a mom of six. I'm a wife of one for 27 years. And what happened was in, in my lifetime, I'm also a psychotherapist. I've been in the field of that and also been an entrepreneur for many years. And for that, in my field of psychology, I've worked along the side of many people that have helped me along my journey. And I find myself at times would get stuck in some things and some nature, and then, and then I had to learn how to begin to move from that stuck place. Mm-hmm. So, hence came the unstuck program and the things that I'm, I'm doing now. But essentially, people say, "Oh, Cheryl looks like she has it all together," and Cheryl looks like she, you know, she's she's got it all. She's she's a psychotherapist. She has the family. She has the children. She has this, and I was like, uh, "Yeah." So that's a mask, and I had to learn how to be very transparent with what was going on with me inside. And that's how this all came together.
1: Yeah. And you have an interesting story too, from just even your childhood. So you, that's where a lot of this started, right? So tell us a little bit about your childhood as well. Yeah. So
0: my mother always jokes that I came out talking, right? She <laughs> said, like, I was born talking. But what happened was, is that I was raised in a household. I never knew my biological father. Let's start there. And I was raised in a household with emotional, abusive stepfather. Mm. So every day I was called a dumb mother ever. Oh, yeah. And I felt like as I grew up, I would notice that I would get stuck when I need to speak out loud and I would go on a shell a little bit and then or I became a bully really to get my point across so those things started to happen and germinate with inside of me and as I began to have children things began to really show up as control as having things in certain kinds of ways in order to begin to be who I was but I wasn't really authentically Cheryl because I didn't know who Cheryl was so remember Amy I had degrees already I had a self-made family and all this happening and I didn't know who Cheryl was and I was stuck in a moment and something happened. And if I may, with that, there's so many people live in a lifestyle where they normalize that emotional abuse and then they have to put things into perspective where how they handle it and it becomes comfortable in that space. And I had to learn how. To begin to move through those things that I was going through emotionally and transform my being able to not speak powerfully, not to be able to know my own voice and get stuck in a space where every time I would talk out loud, I would get stuck, Amy. I would go into this thing where I now have to show my power. So now I force my way. And that didn't work either. And at that particular moment, a world throughout my course of my practice, I began to see there's certain things I needed to transform. And that was my communication.
1: I think a lot of women can relate to this. I know that I can. I was taught at a very young age to just say yes to everything, Mm -hmm. regardless of what it was. Just you say yes, especially if they're adults, like whatever adults say, you yeah. don't really have a voice. say out of respect. it's it was called respect. And really, I look back and it necess- wasn't necessarily respect, but just say yes, and mm-hmm. don't speak up. And I think mm-hmm. so many women get caught in this where they're taught through example or whichever avenue it is, like to not speak up, to not share their voice, to hold back until they're like you where you're like, I didn't even know who I was yet. I had already had an education. I had a family. I was an adult, and I still didn't even know. Mm-hmm. So, how did you go from that place of, I have no idea who I am? Cause that right there is a, that's awareness, right? You're like, oh wait, it's like, you're waking up in that phase. Like, I don't know who I am. So how did you go from there to that awakening period and moving forward and speaking your voice?
0: So something significant happened to me. It was a couple of years ago, I would say. I was at a seminar for, you know, my colleagues was there for you to know, do education, continuous education. And this particular facilitator was a mindfulness type of seminar. And I'll never forget it. it had It was the end of the program and her name was Joan. And she asked anybody had questions or would like to say anything about mindfulness. And one of the young ladies, one of my colleagues, uh, she stood up, she says, you know, I'm a mom of four and I'm trying to do this private practice and I, and I feel like I don't find my boy. She's just going, no, no, no. So I stood up, of course, to give my feedback. So I said, well, I would like to say, you know, I'm a mom of six and just so you know, I'm a mom of six. I'm a mom of six. And, and I just want to just offer some advice. So Joan stopped me and said, wait a minute. She said, what did you say? I said, my mama's six. She said, I want to honor you for giving us six wonderful human beings. Mm -hmm. I want to honor you for sacrificing your body. I want to honor you for God choosing you to be that conduit. The whole room stopped and applauded. I mean, they were like, and I'm sitting there like weeping at this point. So I'm like, oh God, I'm not present. I went home and I went to go find pictures of me pregnant. I had pictures of my first and my last.
1: Mm.
0: Amy, I was just moving through it all.
1: Yeah,
0: I was not present. I didn't even get, I had one baby shower. I couldn't even tell you the experience of me. just. I was just moving. I was a robot. And at that moment, I surrendered it over to God. I said, I said, God, if you help me help myself so I can help others with the training that I got in psychology, help me to find my voice, help me to find my purpose so I can help other individuals speak with power because that communication was the linking and missing key for me to find my own value. Mm -hmm. And that was a changing point for me.
1: So powerful. So powerful. And I just look back at your story, that woman, what was her name again? Joan. Joan. Look at what she did. If you even look in that scenario where you were, you stood up to speak, you mm-hmm. said that first sentence about I'm a mama six, and then she paused and had you really reflect on your life. How powerful are those little things that we can do yes. by honoring people? And that, I mean, that struck you and changed your life forever. Sure. And then in turn, because your life was changed forever. Ever, you have now been able to go on and help so many other people reclaim their voice
0: correct and when you say that Amy what happened was I was still now that at that particular point I was a therapist maybe for like five years I was five years in so mm-hmm. I had a handle on it I had been I had trained I was a supervisor I was in the public sector you know you, but I was I wasn't present mm-hmm. I, I, I was not present I was just moving Because I always, I struggled in learning this now, I struggled with anxiety and panic attacks. And it was because I wasn't healed and from the past. And I always had to learn how to be in a space and either I was going to be the life of the party or I had to take a joke or do something to mask who I was. And this is the first time, that you cannot like what I say, and that's okay. And I'm okay with it. You don't even have to like me. And that's okay with it. You don't have to like the program. You don't have to stay in it. But what I show you is tools. So you can regain your power. You can Mm -hmm. regain your voice, or how about find it because you never, ever knew you had it.
1: I look back. or So you and I do a lot of similar work Mm-hmm. As far as helping women learn how to thrive. And that's like, one thing that I want to do is be an example of what's possible to women and show them like how powerful they actually are. Cause so often we hold back, mm-hmm. but when you hold your voice, like you feel it in your throat, you feel your body resisting, like your body wants to speak out, like your soul wants to speak out, but like, you're not mm-hmm. allowing it. So when you started to speak your voice, what did that look like for you? Like what were the little steps you took to be like, Oh wait, okay. That was okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So what I did was I created a method called the PIES method. So I was already doing this inside of the therapeutic services, but I actually coined PIES, mm-hmm. P I E S. So the PIES method is P pause. This is where you pausing and you assessing yourself before you speak or have anything because because I know I struggled with anxiety or anything of that nature, but you don't have to struggle from anxiety. You can struggle from triggers from something that has happened. So I get people very, very, very aware, like you said, Amy, of what triggers you. Because what triggers Amy may not trigger Cheryl. Right. And you got to be in the moment because that locks you out of of opportunities. That locks you out of purpose. That locks you out of a whole lot of things. And the first thing that usually happens when we're triggered, we lose our voice. That's the first thing that usually happens. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. You Think about when you see an accident, you see something happens, your voice is taken away. It's like you have to gain that voice. So the first thing I say to people is on four easy steps, you pause. And that pause is for maybe 10 seconds, 20 seconds, or maybe even longer that you got to step away from a phone call. You got to step away from that. You got to step away from the situation, get some air, change the space. And then the second thing is the eye is identify and inventory. So the I is that you got to identify what are the facts that actually just happened. So I say this story a lot of times to make this come into context. You come to my office and then you leave my office and you witness a car accident. And the officer comes to you and say, hey, Cheryl, I mean, hey, ma'am, what did you see? And the facts are the red car hit the blue car on Mariner Avenue at 604. That's that's all he needs. Mm -hmm. However, you say to the officer, officer, that great God, that midnight blue car hit me. And you know three years ago, that same car hit me three years ago and you want to see this car? That's where it takes us because mm-hmm. the it triggers in the mind and that's the way the mind works. That has nothing to do with the present. So the eye is identifying your feelings. You start to write them down how am I feeling? I'm feeling anger, I'm feeling disappointed, I'm feeling rejected. You just write those things that identify. Them. Yeah. And then you acknowledge your feelings, Acknowledgement. See, I was moving over that. And then you identify the facts. And the E is for exploring. Then you explore what you can possibly do. Don't make it right or wrong. You're not judging in this moment. You're very subjective. You're not, you're very objective. You're not subjective. You just, you're just really making sure that you are with the facts. And then you put the solutions in there if you possibly can in the moment. And those are the that's how I was able to move in that. And it takes practice. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't get the result that you need.
1: Okay. I'm going to ask you, could you put that in a scenario work, working through the pies that you just went through, just like putting it through a scenario. So people are like, oh yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So,
0: so which scenario would you, a mom, Cause you know, what, what you want to do work environment.
1: I give you the scenario. Okay. Let's do overwhelmed mom. Okay, great. So
0: right now you get up and your children say, we're going getting ready for school. Mm-hmm. But when you get ready for school, you see that your children have totally, somebody has wet the bed. So that has put you right back, has has set you back to overwhelm. You got it. You didn't make the lunch and that you're going to do that in the morning, but this set you back because you can't leave the wet bed. Okay. going be yeah, to be late. Your
1: morning schedule is
0: all out of control now. Exactly. So you go into the room and you see that the child has wet the bed and now now you're in the moment like, oh my goodness. So you could do something. You can either get overwhelmed with the whole fact that you got. now you have to change the bed because now you have to go downstairs and do the lunch. You haven't made the lunch yet. And now this is happening. Now you wet the bed And now he's feeling or she's feeling, you know, disheartened because now they can feel your energy. Now all of a sudden, now you're overwhelmed, overwhelmed. You need to pause in a moment. Pause in a moment and be with your child that just wet the bed. Yeah. Because we've taken out the moment. Yes, you have to make the lunch, but the facts is. Had an accident, or she had an accident, be with him or her so many times, and be with yourself that you may be annoyed. Be inventory yourself, this is the third time. He's did this this week. Oh my goodness, I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling annoyed because I told him what to do. Da, 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 da. You can go down. This is the inventory. Now you can explore the facts. The facts are, I have to chip this off the bed before it spoils the bed because my hour to get him to school, it will not be good. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna do it together. We're gonna do this together. Let's do the facts. I gotta, I gotta deal with this. I'm gonna throw this in here and I'm gonna, and maybe I have support for someone else. Maybe an older sibling that can support me with the lunch. What are the facts that I can put there as a solution after mm-hmm. you've gotten all that and tend to, because the facts are he wet the bed. She wet the bed. Those are the facts. Not he always does this every morning. It's always something. If it's not the one in the bed, it's you did this and you did that. Or this one is this. And it has nothing to do with the fact that he wet the bed. You need to handle the bed. Does that make
1: sense? It does make sense. I like putting it into practice. Like, okay, let's do a scenario. So, <laughs> yes, yes working it so through it. I know it's always good to have all scenarios, but I love it. So, how else, like, what else are you doing to help inspire women to be able to reclaim their voice?
0: Yeah. So I have an unstuck program where I used what I did in this moment. I told God that I would use spiritual principles along with, this is why I'm in the coaching program. I can do this. I use my spiritual practices inside of that. Mm -hmm. So I think that what helped me through is my spiritual practices and that being a foundation for me in whatever it is. I don't care if you say, believe in God, the universe, whatever it is to create. I don't, really subscribe you don't have to subscribe to anything but you need to be able to have a foundation of something to hold on to right Mm -hmm. and your practices is the thing so what i used to do whether it's prayer meditation or whatever you gotta be centered so i have this unstuck program where i show people how to center oneself you do not have control over others no you don't have control over situations, but you do have control over you.
1: It's such an important, powerful reminder. Mm-hmm. So often, like we cannot control what other people are doing. Oh. We can't. And when we do, or when we try to, we're just left with like resentment, frustration, the relationship with the t- between whoever you're trying to control is not as healthy as it could be. Mm-hmm. But we always have control over us and how we show up to the situation.
0: Yeah, because sometimes when you're overwhelmed, to discover your greatness is really about the fear of actually pushing through the past experiences of those triggers. And that's Mm -hmm. essential to, I say, to walk into that divine assignment that you have, to cultivate the life that you so desire to have. And when you begin to look at that, statistically, only one out of 100 people living the life or i think it's a little more than that are living the life that they, they've seen that they believe in their own mind that they can be cuz a lot of us play it safe like right here this is not me playing it safe amy that's not you playing it safe when you put yourself out there each and every day someone is not going to like amy someone's mm-hmm. not going to like what you did or what you said or how you're saying it and that you're that's a vulnerable space but there's something inside of you saying "Hmm, i'm going to build a platform that women can find their power mm-hmm. okay I'm going to do that what is pushing you it's, it's got to be something meaningful to you in order for people to see it's not about Cheryl this is not about Cheryl I always say this I'm a girl from the Bronx with a little bit of tools <laughs> that just happen to fall into the space where I'm helping people
1: yeah also powerful story though, your girl from the Bronx that's had a rocky childhood that has decided to just, that's not going to be my life. I'm rewriting history, starting with me and my kids. And so what you're doing is so powerful.
0: Well, I would say this, your past is feedback and probably heard, or always heard this, is feedback for your future. So the concept of speak your power now is just that. Don't leave off the now because it's not about how much money it is, how much money you make, or prestige, or anything like that. It's about what is the meaning of your life that you're being fulfilled and a sense of purpose that people can tap into their own sense of freedom of communication. I believe once you empower someone's communication and never to disempower yourself, that was my main thing. My main thing is that I used to disempower people with my words. That's what my stepfather did. He disempowered me every day. And my mother, I forgave her. I had to forgive my mother too, because my mother was not strong enough to begin to see how to support me in that. And Mm -hmm. I had to forgive her too.
1: But that is something that I had to learn how to do. Yeah. And that's easier said than done, especially with people who had treated you poorly. So I'm going to have you give me another example of what depowering would look like versus empowering. Sure.
0: If you have to disempower anybody. So I was very great at this. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So this is what I would do. I was called, I pride myself, Amy, on how well I can tell you off without raising my voice. Ooh. I was called nice, nasty. (laughs) So, so this is what i would do if someone came to me and i felt that they was either being something that was really silly or whatever and what i would do is use my word so my favorite show back in the day was claire huxtable my character i pride myself that was a, that was back in the day mm-hmm. and she would be able to tell someone off so i would be in the mirror saying how i can do this in a way that i could tell you off so when somebody comes to me say something silly i would say You know, I really would give you the time of day, but because you don't have the ability to be on my level, I would rather not even waste my breath on you.
1: Ouch! (laughs) (laughs) didn't even have to raise your voice to make someone else feel terrible.
0: Did you, you said, ouch, (laughs) I would pride myself of how well I can do that. And God got me said, how dare you? I had to stop doing that. I had to begin to stand and say, I can't say anything to anybody like that and expect them to feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. I didn't yell at you, but you said, you, when I finished that statement, you said, ouch, <laughs> because it left you with something. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't yell, I didn't scream, but I made you feel like an ant.
1: Yeah, less than, belittling, less than. yeah. Exactly, but
0: that's yeah. what I remember. That's what I was raised with. Exactly. Yeah. He didn't have he didn't have to raise his voice to say dumb mother ever. He didn't no. have to raise his voice to say that, but he said it. Mm-hmm. And if each time he said it, it left the scar tissue. You don't see scar tissue until they open you up. Yeah, that's true. So I had to push past the limitations of me doing that and to disempower. And I created, if I may, I wasn't gonna, oh well, I guess I can say it. I, I have this declaration that I always say mm-hmm. at the end in the beginning, if I may share it. Sure. It says, today I reclaim my power of purpose. Today I declare that I have unshakable faith and confidence in my uniqueness. Today I declare that I will not live in fear, but with power, love, and a sound mind. Today, I declare that I always communicate with words to empower myself and others. Today, I declare to always honor myself by living in the present and living powerfully in each moment.
1: So powerful. And I love that it's a today I declare, like this is how I'm showing up today. I can't even imagine how powerful that is. If you're reading that every single day, saying this is how I'm showing up. Every what day. am I going to do today? Every day. That falls in line with what this says.
0: Mm -hmm. And this is where I say, today I will always communicate with words to empower myself and others. Checking each line is important.
1: Yeah. So tell me as we wrap up, Tell me a little bit more about your Unstuck program. You hit on it a little bit. Like how often do you offer it? How can people get in touch with you? Those sorts of things.
0: Sure. So a couple of ways you can get in contact with me. Go to the website, of course, www.speakyourpowernow.com. Easy and simple. And you can go ahead and join the Academy. I have two things going on. The Academy is that we meet twice a month. And I come live with the Speak Your Power Now coaches. And we have, you can come on there and speak anything in a closed setting. We meet on Zoom and you get to be a part of that academy. You come live and we come live and coach people monthly, bi-weekly. We come on there and we have such an impactful time. And it's one-on-one if you like it. You can say whatever. I call it the hot seat. You can come to the hot seat and do and and say whatever. And then I have the Unstuck program. So we have another cohort that opens. I run it twice a year. So once in March, and then another one happens in October. So the next cohort is coming up in March. And what that looks like is that people come into the program. And it's a six-week program that I run. It it says five, but it's six weeks because that first week you're with me. And we began to move you into what are you here for and we usually can choose between the seven domains of self which is the men- your mental health your career which which is the, the thing you want to address inside of unstuck because we're, we're always stuck but we don't know how to get out of it it's almost like a car in a ditch yeah so I am that that tow truck that comes and pulls you out the car still works you just need a little help to get the to get out the ditch
1: yes gotta get out of the ditch you need someone to pull you out yeah I love it. Okay. So wrapping up, what would be one little nugget of wisdom you'd want to leave with the audience?
0: I would say this wisdom, get rid of your superwoman cape or Superman cape. If you have one, I had a Superman, I had a superwoman cape and my superwoman cape had holes in it. I couldn't fly as high. Mm. I kept the cape with holes in it, but I started to pin it with support. So each time I pinned it, I had help from my therapist help from this person, and they will help mend my cape with words of empowerment. So each time my cape is there, but I had holes, so they helped me mend my cape with different parts of
1: support. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That's I love the analogies that you've used in this episode too. And thank you so much for being on the podcast. So everyone, I will have her information in the show notes that you guys can access her. And I just want to leave today saying that your voice matters. That what you have to share can definitely help not just you, but so many other people around you. And so Cheryl and I both challenge you to speak your truth, learn who you are, do the work so that you can move into a much more fulfilling, purposeful lifestyle or, or life and be able to impact other people too. We want this type of power to impact as many people as possible. And that includes you. So we will be right back here next week. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you later. Bye. Okay. Pleasure. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you've got to come check out my signature program Thrive Camp. This is where we do real coaching and inner work transformation. I teach you how to apply the strategies and mindset tools we talk about here on the podcast so you can unlock your true potential and create the life you love. For more info, go to amysanders.co forward slash thrive camp. Again, that's amesanders.co forward slash thrive dash camp. Let's get to work and thrive together.